And welcome, everybody. Good morning. It's still morning. Thank you very much. And this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And today we have on our very special guest, who is our month-end guest, Ms. Donna Berkner. And yes, it's, it's not wo- Donna. <laughs> I swear I'm going to do that till I die. <laughs> Wanda, Wanda. Yes, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad you are here. I don't get that. I don't know why I'm doing that. Anyway, I mean, I never call you Donna outside of the place. I always do it on the air. I always make sure that I bungle it here. Okay, anyway. So anyway, today on the show, we have a lot of different things. This is the last Saturday of the year. So we've got the new year coming up on Tuesday. Right. Out with the old, in with the new. Oh, that's right. And it's a perfect topic, what you're going to talk about today. So we're going to just keep you in suspense until she comes on just a little bit later. So anyway, um, we're going to talk about today. I kind of figured out, well, who am I going to do for the Astro Celebrity? And I kept looking at one person's chart during the week, and I was researching him, and I thought, "Uh uh-oh. That means I have to talk about him. His name is J.P. Morgan. I mean, he's he's long gone. He died in 1913, and uh, but he was probably the probably everybody knows him because of his financial background, and he was he was uh, he was extremely rich, but he also helped a lot of people with his wealth. So uh, we're going to talk about him and his astrological stuff. You should see his chart. It's all full of megabucks. Anyway, so we're going to talk about him. We're going to do our usual blurbs. And we're going to talk today about, Wanda, what's our topic? That letting go. <laughs> Sometimes it seems like my whole life is about letting go. Yeah. Letting go of people, of things, yeah. of situations. And so I know I had some issues with it after Thanksgiving when I decided to clear out my closets. And I'm like... There must be other people who are struggling with oh, this, too. Yeah. I, I do the same thing, yeah. And I'm going to let go of calling you Donna from now on. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <sighs> anyway, I think I'm getting you confused with Donna Siebel, which I don't know why. I mean, you're so completely different from each other. But <clears throat> anyway, it's uh, it's interesting. So, yeah, I think it's a, a really good top. Well, obviously a good topic for the end of the year because we're going to start with new stuff. So why not get dump out all of the old that no longer works for us? Right. Yeah. Right. Things that are no longer in present time. That's right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. We keep bringing it back up to the, the present, don't we? The past. Got it. Okay. All righty then. So we're going to do all that the hour and we're going to be also taking your phone calls so let me give you the phone number right now it's 425-373-5527 or toll free in western washington is 888-298-5569 now if you have a question about your pet you can always ask her about that because you know we'll be talking about letting go of your pets that's a huge one huge it's even harder than people letting go of them. I know that's how I felt when I lost my cat. So anyway, um, but we're also going to be talking about the letting go process too. If you've got a problem or issue that you're trying to let go of and it's being a little hard on you, call Wanda and she can figure it out for you, right? Well, I can point you perhaps in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. I mean, even your doctor doesn't offer a guarantee. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they should, but they don't. But right. that's okay. Anyway, so we're going to do all that today and more. So uh, when we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have a live read right now from Miss Angela Probst. She's an aromatherapist, and she does have some points here because she asks us, do you hate getting sick and you want to stay well, don't we all? This is the worst time of year for this. Don't you want to breeze through the winter without catching all the crud that's going around? I sure do. And you're going to want to reach out to Angela with Young Living Essentials Oils via text or call 253-278-1599, and she'll totally help you out. Her aromatherapy is really good. She's extremely good at figuring out what's good, and she's uh, fantastic. We've had her on as a guest, and she's really good. So... Um, look forward. She's got some announcements coming up here pretty soon. I'm not going to spoil with telling you what's going on, but um, some really cool stuff's happening with her business. So that's interesting. So, all right. So now next, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okie dokie. Now, Mr. J.P. Morgan, or John Pierpont Morgan is his full name, and he was born on April 17th, 1837. And he was born at 3 a.m. Uh, and that's in Hartford, Connecticut. That's an actual time. Somebody actually recorded his birth time. So the time we have is accurate. So I decided, well, okay, what am I going to look at here? And you see, when I wrote my ty- book on Titanic several years ago, well, actually 14 years ago now, I wrote about Mr. Mr. Morgan, and I put some information in there about his chart, but also the things in his chart which kind of tied him to the Titanic. And I don't want to go into a big, long explanation about what my book is about because that would take a whole session here. I can't do that. So I did it one time, too. I'm amazed I fill up an hour with it. So anyway, um, he does have, it's kind of interesting, he has the house, there, there's our houses in astrology, the 12 houses, and each house deals with a specific zone of experience, something in your life that you do or you, you maybe have, or you like, for instance, the fourth house in astrology is about your home, your home environment, your, your domicile, your, your parent, your parental upbringing, and all that kind of stuff. And, but the second house is the house of money, 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 your personal money, and your personal resources, where you get the money. And the other two houses related to that are the 10th and the 6th house, which are work houses. The 6th house is work, is employment, and the 10th house is career house. So, But 
Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Morgan has like four planets in his second house. Big surprise here, because I know that John Rockefeller, J.D. Rockefeller, had about, I think, five or six planets in his second house. Somebody once asked an astrologer, well, what does that mean? This is megabucks. So anyway, it's all about the money. And I believe he was born into a rich family. That's true. He was. Yep. And, and uh, he married a rich woman. Yeah, well, that helps. Like, he was high society, so he was up there. Right. And he uh, was well-educated. Yep. Absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful family to be born into financially. Right. Exactly it was. So, um, and he also lost his first wife after four months. Right. 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 It is a tragedy, an unexpected well, I can see that in his chart how this would have affected him because he would have gotten married or been married because of a strong fatedness that he felt for the person. That when he met her, he felt like, oh, this is it. This, not, this is all I ever have to do. This is the only person I'll ever be with. And I love her to death, <laughs> so to speak. And unfortunately, maybe that happened. But the whole thing is it kind of it creates... Uh, a real deep sense of longing, kind of a hunger for the merging of two souls. So anytime he was in, probably in that day and time, there was no such thing as what we call a soulmate, but that's what he was looking for. And he did remarry four yes, years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have children. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. And, you know, that's good. Thank goodness he didn't stop at that. But that had to have really hit him hard. Yeah. Really, really, really hard. He was 25. That's really young. I mean, it's young. That's before Saturn return. Before you're really probably able to handle the maturity of it all. But still, you know, because the 20s are a funny age. They are about an experiment. An experiment trying on different things to see what you do the best. And then on the 29th year is when you start really putting your plans to to the wheel and start making them happen. So you have long-term goals at that point. But, you know, in the 20s is more short-term. And so um, the thing about him is that um, he's an Aries, and Aries is very short-term. He's like, bam, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. And um, so he was somebody who had a lot of courage in getting his money out there and investing in things that were futuristic. He has Aquarius rising. Now, if anybody knows Aquarius, Aquariuses do not live in present time. They live in the future. They see what's going to happen in the future, and they invest in that. And so, especially if they have money, they're going to be... Somebody like Mr. Tesla, not Tesla, um, the guy who runs Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. who runs Tesla. Okay, he's got Aquarius rising and a whole bunch of stuff in Aquarius in his chart. So... He's always been ahead of himself when it comes to design of cars. So Mr. Mr. Morgan here was very much ahead of himself. And what were some of the things that he did? This well, in terms of financing, um, he took large companies and helped them merge so they yeah. weren't competing against each other. Right. Um, after um, the panic in 1893, he helped many railroads uh, get back on their feet. Right. He had the fortune to do it and the vision to do it yeah. so that he um, he actually ended up controlling a lot of the railroad stock. Okay. 
And then uh, with the Titanic, uh, he's the one who invested to build that. That's Isn't right. that correct? That's right. He started a consortium called International Mercantile Marine. And it was him and several other people that joined financing to finance the three big ships that White Star Line built. You know, and the three being, of course, Olympic, Titanic, and then Britannic. And I know that we have to end this part, but the thing about him is that he was kind of sensitive around the edges because in 1912, when the Titanic happened, uh, the 1,500 people lost on that ship, and it deeply affected him. For the next year, he was in a downturn, downward spiral, and he died a year later. Mm-hmm. And he was scheduled to be on that ship. Yes, he was. He certainly was, but he decided because of his illness that he had, he didn't want to do that. Now, um, <clears throat> we were talking about this earlier, that he, he was judged to have rosacea, which is interesting, the flaring of red stuff. Being Aries, it makes sense, you know, that say he had reddish hair or his skin would be reddish color. You know, and flare red, you know, especially when he got angry. So, you know, red is Mars, is the red planet. So that all has to do with that. But um, anyway, he he was really, really taken down by that. It was really difficult for him. So anyway, so that is Mr. Mr. J.P. Morgan. And, and there's, just, a, there's a... Yeah, it just shows that the... You know, being born into riches, having a brilliant career, yeah. and being a great uh, financial visionary doesn't mean that you're protected from Mm-mm. life's ups and downs no. and challenges. No. And uh, he made a tremendous contribution to, um, to art through his collection yes, he did. and to many other things. Yes, he did. But we all have our personal issues and things that we have to deal oh, yeah. with. Yeah, we do. And, you know, it wouldn't, didn't help him from a depression, did not help him from any of that. You know, so um, you're, still, you're always, when you take off the mantle of what, what you do in the world, you take off your money mantle or anything else that you think that you are, you're left with being human. And sometimes that's really difficult. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Okay. So that's our little moralistic play for right now. But anyway, uh, we are going to be right back and we're going to be doing a little blurb and then we're going to be talking to Ms. Wanda. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is about Wanda Buckner. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Kel Surprise. Okay, Wanda Buckner draws from her extensive experience, psychic gifts, and in-depth training to help people and animals overcome difficult problems. Find a fresh perspective, change your future, and achieve physical and emotional relief. Distance and in-person sessions are regularly $125. And during the holidays, Wanda is offering two sessions for $225, or three sessions for $325. Purchase now as gifts for yourself or for your friends to use anytime in 2019. If you want to contact Wanda to talk to her about this, you can do it through her website at wandabuckner.com or call or text her at 360-491-3187. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. And 
Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is the last show of the year. And we're going to be talking about letting go. And this is Wanda Buckner right now. She's here on the show officially. Yes, indeed. Yes. So what happened after Thanksgiving? You know, we're all getting ready to put up our holiday decorations. Right. And so I opened this closet and... um, to decide what I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. And so in there, there is a set of angels made from uh, shells, a mm-hmm. bivalve. You know, when mm-hmm. you look at the shell, if you're looking at the valve of, of it where it hinges, you know, that could be sort of like a waist. And then as the shell right. flares, it's like a skirt. So there's an artist who makes these um, beautiful little shell angels. She makes a different one every year. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who would give me one of these every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were truly lovely. Mm-hmm. But when I held them, I had not used them in over 10 years. Okay. But I still have them in my closet. Right. Okay. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. They keep going. Yeah. So what is it about it that I have trouble giving it up? So the actual uh, friendship that we had... I worked with her probably 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was a great friendship. She's a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. But as when I left that job and then she left that job, it was really clear that we were more work friends. Mm -hmm. Right. And even though I admired her and what she did, our paths diverged. Mm -hmm. But I kept these angels, and it you know, you'll read things that say, well, take a picture of things you don't want to throw away and mm-hmm. then keep the picture. But that really wasn't why I was having trouble letting them go. Right. It's because I remembered that friendship. Yeah. And yeah, like we said earlier that it was out of present time. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was no past. longer in my life. Right. And yeah. each thing that we keep like that it's like a little string that yes. pulls us back to the yep. past. It does. You're right. So if you know the story of Gulliver's Travels, which... Well, no, but go ahead. Yeah, well, everybody used to have to read oh, okay. it. And Gulliver, it was a political statement, but he traveled from here to there to there. Mm-hmm. And so one place he traveled to was the island of the Lilliputians. Mm-hmm. And they were tiny little people, and he was much bigger than they were. But he toppled over by the sheer weight of them, and and he found himself tied to the ground by these tiny little threads. And oh. the things that we keep that are out of present time, mm-hmm. that we don't let go of, they're very much like this. Okay. So they're these little things that tie us to a past that no longer exists, mm-hmm. that we are not going back to. Right. And it's really counterproductive. Because it kind of stays in your past. It clutters stuff up back there. It takes room. It takes room. It takes literal room in my closet, but it yeah. also takes room in my life. Yeah, it does. And so sometimes I see people and I can see in, in their aura all of these things from, from their past. People they have known, small insults and injuries from years ago, mm-hmm. little diamonds of time that they are trying to preserve. Right. (coughs) 
And this makes it very difficult to move into the present. It does. Yeah, it does. Because <coughs> you're always back there. You know, and it, it's interesting because I try to kind of do that too. I try to identify anything I'm feeling or sensing or whatever. Okay, is this in the in right now or is this back there? Right. You know, and if it's hanging on from the past, you know, why am I doing that? You know, my family and I got together. My brother and sister. Our mother had died a few years before. Okay. And we had boxes of family photos. Oh, more and stuff. So, Right. <coughs> and so we began sorting them, and anyone we didn't know, we threw away. Oh, that's good. Right. So yeah. here are these little three-by-three three yeah. black and white pictures, probably from maybe the 1920s, uh-huh. 30s, and we just threw them all away. Yeah. They were irrelevant to mm-hmm. our life today. Yeah. It was interesting with Mom because... Um, you know, she moved from a large house, and sh- she did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. While she still had her mind and mm-hmm. her ability, she went through and threw out all sorts of things that she had saved for the over the years. Mm-hmm. She asked any of us if there was anything we wanted to come and take it, and then she gave all the rest of, away. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because she had done this, but as she moved into um, an apartment retirement living, I could see in her room there were all of these people from her past. Oh, wow. And all of these memories. And they were not happy memories. They were memories that really bothered her mm-hmm. and caused her distress. They were things that she had not resolved. And so... Spirit to spirit, I offered to clear the room for her, and she said no, Oh, because they were familiar. Okay. They, it uh. was things that she knew, yeah. and that she, she never did resolve them, mm-hmm. and she would have nightmares. Mm. But what happened is that as her memory dimmed, she forgot those. Oh, good. And my sister said... It's the first time I have ever seen my mother's brow clear. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't it be better if we would take out those things that are represented by the objects that we have and allow them to be resolved? So I took out those angels. I grieved for that friendship, and I let them go. Right. I want to resolve things in my life now. Right. I don't want to have these issues being re-triggered. So these remind me of this friendship. These remind me of that. Right. It's a matter of clearing each thing as we go. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I keep thinking, well, why would anybody hang on to that? It's comfortable and it's familiar. It's what people know, you know, and it's, it's funny because how could possibly somebody rely on pain to give them a sense of security? Well, in some sort of weird fashion, it seems to work that way in some people, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they hanging on to whatever items from the past 
It gave them comfortable because that's who they thought they were. You know, they it, identified right. with that. They defined themselves as that. Right, exactly. I had a friend who was a widow, and she uh, moved to this area, and uh, another one of my friends took Rana to church with her, and uh, and she was introduced to people, and one of the women who she met asked her about herself, and Anna said, well, you know, I'm a widow, and so I moved up here to be with people I know, and and this woman really took Anna under her wing and invited her to things mm-hmm. and involved her in things, and then one day she asked Anna, well, how long uh, has it been since your husband died? Mm-hmm. And she said, 20 years. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Right. She had never moved on. She defined herself as a widow, as someone who was put upon by circumstances instead of grasping the future. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are so many people who, who, like I said, they hang on to it because it, it kind of fills up emotional spaces in their life. It, right, or, you know, and and they feel as though, you know, they don't deserve happiness. So it, it, you know, it's a whole mixed up thing in there. Or they can't have happiness yes, because exactly. they don't have that. Right. So that's the barrier between that and their happiness. Okay, that's just really interesting. Okay, so anyway, we're gonna take a phone call, but we're not gonna take it yet. Jeannie, hang on to the phone here, really quick. And is there anything else you want to say? We have to take a break. Just here in a second. Well, you don't want to be like the football player who's 50 years old, goes back to the high school reunion, oh. and the greatest thing in his life was the touchdown pass he caught or the worst thing that he lost. Yeah. We want to move yeah. forward into our future. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there's a few people that I know like that, that that are living back in high school, you know, and it's 50-some years later, right, and... I don't, I don't want to go back there. No. I mean, it was sort of painful back then, but it, it was, I wasn't in the cool group. I think we all wanted to be in the cool group, but I didn't really care that much. But I never felt as though I had to do anything special to, to be liked by anybody. So um, it, it was just kind of interesting to watch this person that I'm thinking about, you know, always looking at, at things he wanted to do with all of his friends from high school keeps them young, you know, and so, honey, you got gray hair now, so, you know, you may want to put that one up on the shelf, but that's okay. Well, some people come forward with us in our lives. I think it's wonderful to have 50 or 60 year friendships because- Oh, I do too. They knew us when. Yeah. The difference is when someone asks you about who you are, and you say, well, I played a little football in high school and right. maybe a little in college, but right. that's been gone a while. Yeah. It's tying your identity to who you were, that's right. not to who you are. Exactly. Exactly right. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break really quick. When we get back, we're going to take a phone call that we have waiting for us. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for Mr. Tony White. He said, have you figured out your life yet? That's a good question. 
Sometimes life can be challenging and we don't always make the best decisions. You might want to get a little help from astrology. I say that too, but he says it in a different way. Astrology may not give you all the answers, but it will give you a great deal of self-understanding. And with that, you'll be definitely able to make better life decisions for yourself. So why not check out Tony White's Star Tunes website today? Astrological charts, readings, and reports. All are, well, are there to help you figure out life just that little bit better. So please visit www.startunes.com. That's tunes with a Z, not an S. www.startunes.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we're going to take a call from Ms. Jeannie. Jeannie's on line one. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? Hi, Lane. Hi, Wanda. Nice. I'm great. I'm just- I'm sharing my birthday with you. Oh, you are. It is December 29th. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Happy birthday. I know. I can't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy solar return. Awesome. I just didn't even realize it. I should have done a solar return chart for you, but I do have your chart up here, and I'm looking at it. So, anyway, okay. do you, ha- do you have a, a question or a comment for Wanda? Yes, I would love to know about uh, my two little senior kitties that are left. I did go away for a week and because she comforted me, Wanda did, when I called in last time, and I felt okay about leaving them with somebody who didn't really do a good job. But anyway, um, I have to take my white uh, Siamese to the uh, vet Monday morning for an ultrasound. She's probably about 16 or 17, and she's losing weight. And all the tests came back positive, so there's no nothing wrong with her, but I, I know it's old age, but she just keeps losing, so mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Right. So um, it, your experience is not uncommon. You know, the blood test, uh, the palpitation test, don't tell us everything about what's going on with an animal's health. Is she still eating? Oh, she's always hungry and always eating. Yes, <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. But it's, yeah, she's. It does sound like that she is not getting nutrition from her food, and right. Yes, and I asked for enzymes. Oh, about two years ago, so we started her on pancreatic enzymes, which I crushed. But I haven't been doing it lately because she was rejecting the food when I put the powdered enzyme mixed in. Mm. Right. And sometimes you have to find something different. And if you uh, go to a holistic vet, they can help you with that. Sometimes there's a particular um, issue that can happen where the cat's uh, stomach is no longer absorbing the food. Right. Right. And so uh, when at your vet appointment, I'm very glad you're going to the vet. 
But it's good to ask some really, uh, be prepared with some questions. Like, what will the, um, did you say it was an MRI? An ultrasound on her abdomen. Okay. Right. I like that because that is, um, it's not invasive. Say it's not very invasive. They'll be able to, to just run that across her belly and look at what's going on. And so you want to know, can this be turned around? Uh, and if you want to have an idea of, is your cat uncomfortable? Is she in pain? What can you expect if nothing changes? You want to know how much weight she's lost. You want to know if she's dehydrated. Is she drinking enough? And so all of these questions are leading you to the decision, what level of intervention are you willing to take? So, for instance, uh, if there was something that indicated cancer, would you be looking at an operation or uh, chemo? Where are your personal lines before you're in the office and have to make that decision? You, uh, okay. It might also uh, be possible, I'm sure the vet has looked at her teeth, um, because uh, the right. teeth can make a huge difference. Ask, yes. Ask your vet if it's possible that the cat um, might have an ulcer or something that might be interfering uh, with uh, rejecting the enzymes, for instance, and whether or not they they might uh, be burning in her stomach. Uh, fact, did, she may not be able to chew food either. Well, she's eating fine, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she's eating everything. And we did do a um, like a steroid um, antibiotic, um, which was a real strong one. We did that about a month ago, and then we gave her fluid. Uh-huh. And, and why did the doctor choose an antibiotic? I don't, I can't remember, in case she had an infection in her intestines. Right. So, so, you know, I think your comment to begin with that, you know, we're looking at old age. And did they do right. a, a stool sample? No. Um, it, it might be that uh, you would want to call your vet and see if you should bring in a stool sample. Good idea. Right. I've got a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, but they'll want something oh, fresh. I bet you do. <laughs> so <laughs> in terms of your uh, sweet oh my cat, gosh. her chakras are open. You know, so um, uh, she's a happy cat. Her hara yep. is not a line. That's the column that goes from the center of the earth to the heavens. And... Um, that shows a misalignment, which could be due to whatever process is going on in her body. And so I, um, a healing would be an energetic healing. I do distance work, could um, be of, of help to her and mm-hmm. perhaps could align her energetically in a way that she is not right now. I Mm -hmm. certainly would pay attention to what the veterinarian uh, suggests, Um, but you know that the tide is going out, and Mm -hmm. we cannot Mm -hmm. bring it back. How old is she? 
How old was 16. Wow. Well, right? yeah, I mean, she was found um, outside on the Kenton Wine Road uh, probably in 2004, 2005. Okay. And um, and so I really don't know how old, but... She, was she a, a teeny amazing. baby kitten or was she a little bit more like a, like a teenager? She was no, no. She was big, and she had a oh. um, um, right a, a kitten that had okay passed away in her and um, okay. Oh, right. that's interesting. Like she was trying to give birth when she was outside. Yeah, it was. She went through heck, but she's wonderful. Well, she is, and so I'm going to let you go from the call, Jeannie. But I do want to talk about the death of our animals. Um, and, and if you want to set up an appointment with me, of course, you can email me at wandasoffice at gmail.com um, mm-hmm. or reach yeah. me through my website. So I'll say goodbye right now, and then I'll talk about letting go of our animals, which right. is very difficult. Oh. So thank you for your call. Thank you very much, You're Jeannie. You're welcome. We appreciate thank it. You. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. You oh, bet. Bye-bye. Thank you, and happy Thank you. birthday, too. Thank you. Excuse You're me. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So what happens with our animals is they actually are closer to us oftentimes than our children, not not emotionally or in terms of history and so on, but here is a cat that has lived with her for 12 Mm-hmm. or more years, yeah, and who's been there every morning when yeah. she wakes her up, roommate. every That's night her. when she goes to bed. As they call them, their wingman. <coughs> I mean, wingman, wingwoman. I mean, that's what they are. They're attached at your hip. You and know? so sometimes when we lose them, there is great grief. Mm-hmm. But our contract with our animals is that we'll, we'll be there for them mm-hmm. from from the time they come into our lives yep. and until their death. Yep. Now, with horses, we find them the next best place when when we have to move on. But we take care of our animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some people, they don't want to relinquish that contract. They want mm-hmm. that animal to stay with them forever. Mm-hmm. and they, And so sometimes we go to extraordinary means to yep. keep our animals alive. Yeah. We use options that were not available to us even That's 20 right. years ago. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we do is because we know that uh, there is another life for animals, that yeah. um, people like myself and others and perhaps Jeannie herself can talk to uh, her animals both now and after they're deceased. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to keep that relationship going. Yeah. We want to wake up in the morning and say hello to our uh, our deceased cat. Oh, we do. I did. Yeah. I did with mine. I did that with the peen. And the same way with going to bed at night. Yeah. Oh, me too. And so what this allows us to do sometimes, or what we pretend it does, is we try to go on as if they are... Are, still there. are not there, right, mm-hmm. as as if they are still mm-hmm. physically present. So what happened mm-hmm. uh, with myself when Lloyd died, I desperately wanted to talk to him every day, mm-hmm. to hear from him every day. I wanted our life to continue as it was. Mm-hmm. But 
and I have to tell you, I did not hear from him for almost two years. Mm -hmm. And I am sure that the reason that was is because he knew I would not go on if I could stay where we were. That's true. And now when I think of it, knowing that he would be 92 now and our life would be very, very different than it was when he died, it makes it easier to accept his death. Right. Exactly. There is a reason that animals and people come in and out of our lives. Oh, yeah. Whether by death or divorce or loss. Yeah. We are meant to experience many aspects of animals, many varieties of them, not just have one same experience over and over. Yeah. Our, Our lives are about finding new experiences, new expressions. Even Mm -hmm. in a 50-year marriage, Mm -hmm. there are new expressions and new growth as Mm -hmm. people go on together. And they add pets. That adds a (coughs) whole new ballgame, especially if they haven't had them. You know, it's kind of rejuvenates a marriage. It can, you know, just just the two watching a a playful puppy. So death is a natural part of life, just like birth is. Mm -hmm. And just like our children learn about death as their grandparents pass Mm -hmm. on, and it is the expected way, and and we go on Mm -hmm. because our parents have lived a full life. Oftentimes, people who have lived a long life look forward to being released from life Mm -hmm. and going on to the next step. Mm -hmm. And we need to remember that I I do believe we should do everything we should support our animals medically yeah. and we have to reach our own decision about how much is too much yeah. hopefully in concert with our animal yeah. and I then agree. we have to just like with a human celebrate their life yeah. as we let them go yep i did that with the peen i had peen 18 years it was my cat and um um, when I didn't ever think I was going to get her back because I'd split up with my husband and he was living in one place, I was living in another, and he was l- sitting, laying, you know, he was there in his house and he had Peen and a couple of other cats. But once I moved into a house where I could have a pet, I called him up and I said, "Bring that cat to me right now, because she's mine. I want her, you know." And so he brought Peen over, and Peen was with me the rest of her life. And I kept, I always looked at her in her face, and I said, "I will never, ever abandon you. Ever. You are. You're here until you die." And never, never let her forget that. And I think she died a relatively peaceful death. And so um, it was hard, really hard, letting her go. As a matter of fact, I left her little mat at the end of the bed. I let it sit there for a couple of months. I knew she was back there laying on it, but I let it sit there. And when we come back, I'll talk about uh, dealing with grief. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. The subject gets a little bit deeper. This is cool. Okay. So when we get back, we're going to talk more about pets and probably their releasing of the pets when they've passed on. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. (laughs) 
This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Anti-Ikipu, the product that gets the stink out, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 30th, it's an encore presentation of our holiday edition of Harmonic Energy Shifting with Jude and Paul Potten from the Whispering Dragon Center. Hear them help callers and their animal friends, receive healing energy just by listening, and enjoy the jingle cats and dogs for the last time on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. And this is a live read for Grace Sequoia, owner of the Wild Dryad. She's a Kabbalistic Tarot reader and psychic instructor, speaker, and intuitive. She does intuitive artistry as well. And she's located in creative workspaces in Linwood. Her new office number is 206-487-3190. And she is at Vision Quest Bookstore in Everett, which is at 6915 Evergreen Way. And on Mondays through 1 through 4 p.m. And you can contact them to schedule an appointment with her at 425-252-1591. And then we have a reading from Ms. Samantha Blodell. And she is an Reiki and Aura practitioner. She does readings out of Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. Her address is 300 South 1st Street, number 206 in Mount Vernon, 98273. And for more information, contact Samantha at 206-403-0283. And right now she's got a, oh, let's see, is it? Oops. Oh, the drawing's tomorrow. I'm glad we're here. We're talking about it. Okay, so uh, she's having a drawing tomorrow. If you want to get in on it, you can win an hour to an hour and a half healing session It's her birthday reading. So you go to the website, her website, which is www.soulsupper.com. Click on the contact page, fill in the name, email, and comment box, and type in giveaway drawing on, yes, giveaway on on the line. Okay, and the drawing is tomorrow. It's December 30th. So do that, and you can probably win a wonderful experience with her i would love to have a massage for an hour and a half i can tell you that i'd be just completely wet meat afterwards anyway so you can contact her again at 206-403-0283 tell your friends about alternative talk 1150 and welcome back to the jupiter rising show on knw alternative talk radio and we are with wanda buckner i finally said it right Anyway, uh, we're talking about losing our pets and how we grieve over them. Well, and and in the bigger picture, letting go. Because mm-hmm. letting go um, applies on many levels in our life. Yeah. And so, for instance, so I have a widow friend, and she uh, financially she could not keep her house. Mm-hmm. And so she had to clear it. And it just seemed overwhelming to her. And and she was going to move in with a relative, which she did not want to do, but mm. financially that was all she could do. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, you know, talking about us having difficulty throwing away things when we're just clearing out a couple oh, yes. closets. Mm-hmm. And she's clearing out a house. Yep. But I can tell you, she found a new love in her life. Oh. And he was a mobile home person. And she cleared that house in four weeks. Sweet. Right. So it's it's about going forward and instead of hanging on to the past. 
Okay, so let, well, let me get this straight again. So when she cleaned out her house... Was no, she, she didn't get it cleaned out. She didn't. Well, she met a man. Well, she met a man, and was she able swept to stay her in the house? Her, no. He swept her off her feet, and all those things that she thought were so important that she couldn't oh. let go of, he offered her a new life, a new direction. Oh, my gosh. And she said, hell yes, <laughs> <laughs> and went for it. That's funny. Well, oh when you gosh. think about that, the stuff that we keep a lot of times is not relevant. Yeah. So I'm looking at, at this uh, stuff. I had plastic bags filled with rocks. Uh-huh. Rocks? Right. I had picked them up somewhere, uh-huh. you know, on a beach that they look beautiful in the water. Yeah, and right. I just thought, okay, so I can see my grandson clearing out of my house after my death yeah. and saying to his friend, and you know, my grandma had bags and bags of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, And we don't know why. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, you know, and I admit, I did not throw them away. Yeah. I gave them to the Goodwill. But nonetheless, they're out of my house. Well, and perhaps, that's good. Yeah, someone that's else good. will find value in yeah. them. So we can let go of whatever we choose to when something pulls us forward. Oh, fantastic. But That's I, a fabulous tale, by the way. That's probably all the stuff she's been kind of shoving to the back of her brain and, and worrying about other stuff before she'd ever worry about her relationship stuff. And then, bam, it shows up and everything transforms. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about our brains and how our brains serve us. Like, our brain's job is to put things into unconscious memory so yeah. that we have our conscious memory is freed up for new decisions. Okay. So like you learn to ride a bike, you yeah. can always ride a bike. Yeah. You may be a little rusty, but you can do it because mm-hmm. your brain has put that into its unconscious right. memory. So right. our, our, our brain is our servant. So when there is a death, the, the brain knows you wake up and you're sad and... The body and brain floods your body with sad chemicals, the right. chemicals of grief. And if you do that day after day after day, you don't have to think about the loss anymore. Mm-mm. You wake up and you are flooded with these grief molecules. You are the loss. Yeah. Yeah. And so my friend, a different person, um, she told me she cried every day when she woke up. Yeah. And I said, Why? And she said, well, I look across at my husband's picture, mm-hmm. and and I cry. And I said, well, how long has it been? It had been three years. Mm. But what was happening is her body and brain said, this woman wants to be sad. Yeah. And I can do that for her. I'll do it automatically. Yeah. And so we have to make a conscious effort yeah. to turn that around and say, I will go on. Like yeah. when Lloyd died, I knew he didn't mean for me to also die. Yeah. And so I made a choice that I would live. Right. And we need to make that choice every day right. to live and go forward into the future. So make room for the new. Yeah. Don't be like Gulliver tied down with these little strings to the past. Right. Let them go. Right. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Those are really good messages, and I just keep thinking about all the things I'm going to be letting go this year. And um, and there will be a great sense of lightness and relief. Uh, it already, there already is. It just, there, it just sense. It's interesting. As soon as that happened, I had a little, little, 
little thing with the printer and I had a little thing with uh, something on the computer and I went, oh, and I didn't clear that away just to bring this stuff in, okay? You know, I mean, so anyway, I just realized, okay, just take this, just shift it into a different place. It's just what it is. You know, it's not that important. So it's much better today, but, you know, usually things like that stress me out. But not anymore. I refuse to do that. So anyway, okay. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Oh, you're very welcome. And if people want to contact me, I I do half-hour free consults. You can schedule on my website at wandabuckner.com. You can email me at wandasoffice at gmail.com. Okay. And you can call me 360-491-3187. Okay. Thanks, Eileen. Thank you. Okay. And you can get a hold of me, by the way. Um, I didn't add, give anything to Jeannie before she left, but she's got some major changes coming up this year and has a lot to do with taking responsibility for her existing life and moving forward. She's a Capricorn, and, and Saturn's moving through her sign right now. It's moving over some interesting planets. So if you want to get a hold of me, Jeannie, you can call me at 206-816-0546. There's lots of stuff going on. And you can also go to my website at EileenGrimes.com or the the site where Jupiter Rising is, is JupiterRisingShow.com. Okay. So now next week, oh, we have a, we have the announcements first. Tonight, the Saturday Night Psychic Showcase is meeting. It's at Carr's Restaurant, 11006 Bridgeport Way, Lakewood. Opens at 5. Program is at 6. And it's $5 to get in. And speaker is Mary Beckman, my former co-host, is going to be there. So she's going to, that's going to be fun. And then also the first week of, of the new year will be the Northwest Psychic Fair, which will be in Algona Pacific. That will be January 3rd, I believe, is the first weekend of that month. Okay, so now next year, next year we're saying for the show, wow, next year our first guest is going to be the incomparable Jer Dooley. Now, when we had him on last time, it was kind of wild. He was very talkative and um, and very unusual. We have him on Skype, and he's from Ireland, and he has that wonderful accent, so it's fabulous. He does a thing called plane spotting, which I do too. It's when you're sitting out at the airport watching planes land and take off. Believe me, guys, it's really fun. Anyway, so he's going to be on the show. And then the following week, we're going to have on Mr. Ray Grass. Now, Ray Grass has done some articles, and he's done one in particular that I am basically extrapolating most of that article and putting it in my new book on stationary planets, or the station point, as they call it. So uh, anyway, he's going to be on the following week. We're really going to look forward to that. And I can't remember who's on the third week. Darn it. I know the last week is you. So That's right. I that's look forward to it. Yeah, but right. it's a five-week month. It's a five-week month. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, January is long. That's right. Okay. All right. So anyway, okay. So we're gonna have all that, and I can't. As I say, I can't remember who's on the third week, but oh, I know who it is. It's Lindsay McKenna. Excuse me, Lindsay McKenna is my astrologer friend from Arizona, and she's really, she's like, she is so active in her brain when she's talking about astrology. It's really amazing. I don't even bother interrupt her because she just keeps going. Anyway, so she's going to be on for the month. So that's next month on the Jupiter Rising Show. And that's it for us today. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. 
And we're going to see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.